Williams had 235 passing yards and two touchdowns in that 27-24 win over the Chargers last night. Some on Twitter were calling Pat Mahomes lucky because he got one interception called back because of a penalty and another overturned in replay. Shannon, you call him Mahomes boy. This is your guy. Give Mahomes a letter grade for last night. I gave him an A minus. A minus? Yeah, because there's not a stat for almost interceptions. There's not a stat for dropped interceptions. There's not a stat for, oh, the referees bailed him out. There isn't a stat for that. But there is a stat for wins and losses. And my homeboy has more wins than losses. You know, he's won 80% of his, his starts, Skip. Yeah. Is that good? Highly impressive. Oh, that, no, that didn't have anything that. to do with his grade last night. Oh, so last, did he win? Two touchdowns, big-time throws. Only a handful of quarterbacks in the history of the game could have made those throws. He made them last night in the same game. See, the note, because what is Mahomes, Mahomes has done is because his play has been exemplary in his very brief career, that's the expectation. That's the bar that he's set for himself. He's cleared a height that very few have ever cleared in their entire career, and he's cleared it so, so easily so soon. So now if he doesn't go out there and throw for 350 and four touchdowns, he doesn't throw for 500 yards, well, he had an off game. All these other quarterbacks, it used to be, he didn't have his best stuff, but he found a way to win. That's what Mahomes did. Now, that's a knock on Mahomes. It's never a knock on Tom, because all he does is Tom, he threw for 40 yards and a touchdown. He had a game-winning drive, or he did this, he did that. That's the, that's the expectations we make for every other quarterback other than Mahomes. Mm. He won. He didn't turn the ball over. He had seven touchdowns, 595 yards, zero turnovers. How many other quarterbacks in the NFL has done that? Right now. So after two, so let me ask you a question. After two weeks, how many quarterbacks will have seven touchdowns, 595 yards or more, and zero turnovers? That was not the question. The question was letter grade for last night. A minus. A two touchdowns, minus. no turnovers. 235 yards, he, and he was 24-35. A minus. A minus. No turnovers. Zero. Zero turnovers. And I'm going to give Shannon Sharp an F for his feeble attempt to try to overprotect his man, Mahomes. There's nothing to protect, is there? You know, given how you come out here day after day and gush about and glorify Mahomes, boy. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is way overrated. Given the, the bar you set for him, he's way overrated because again and again, he falls short of your hype. And last night, he fell woefully short because the truth is, the truth is, that game had 31-7 to 7 Chargers written all over it. What, 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 it did. Hey, it was written all over it. Because if you look at time of possession, it's 34-26 to 26 visiting team. Yeah, yeah. That's if you it. look at plays run, it's 74 for the visiting team to 54 for Mahomes boy. Yeah, I see that. I How see do that. you survive that? How did Patrick Mahomes get away with the interceptions he threw? You want to talk no, no, about no, no, lucky? He was all-time lucky. They're not interceptions. Okay, but... Again, QBR should take into account the, the three interceptions that you ought, you should have thrown, that you did throw. You no, threw they, interceptions, they just didn't well, well, intercept no them. So, so who had the better QBR? Ba barely Mahomes, 67-64. Neither anything to write home about, neither of those. Because he was average, which is why I'm, I'm going to be nice to him today. I'm going to give him a C-plus because that's what a he deserves. Okay. He made one spectacular shortstop throw. I immediately tweeted about that. That's a shortstop throw. Well, how many guys are going to throw the ball 40 yards and not on the ground? Okay, I got it. And he made one throw to Justin Watson, 
whom Brady finally rejected in Tampa Bay. And I think J.C. Jackson is thinking, there is no way he can run past me. And he ran past him. And what about the catch? Okay. What about the throw that's on the money? Both feet off the ground, 41-yard dot. Mm. He got something that Brady couldn't get out of him. Okay. He did. Uh, Okay, I got it. Now let's see what, oh, man, what the young cornerback whose father played in this league for the, the visiting team last night, he got hit in the hands twice by Patrick Mahomes. If yeah. we could see these two plays, please, and see what didn't happen to Asante Samuel Jr. This is the first one, and it hits him right in the hands. And if he had caught it cleanly, they had to review it because it looked like they, he had caught it. And here's the second one. That, th- these are pick six throws. Both of them are pick sixes because if he catches the first one cleanly, he's got a convoy. He's got four <laughs> defenders but, around him. He's still running. He's doing a somersault into the end zone. But it, and it, with it, that one, it, that's a 103-yard pick six right there. It's right in his hands. It's an incompletion. Okay. And then late in the game, I don't even know who Mahomes is throwing to. He throws it to Kyle Van Noy, and he's lucky that it's Kyle Van Noy because he's not capable well, of that's catching. Well, that's why he threw it. It hit him right in the hands. It just hit him right in the hands. If Kyle Van Noy can catch, you play tight end. Okay. Well, he's not a tight end. Exactly. He's a pass so he rusher, and he's zone blitzing. Thank and you. And he drops back into coverage, and I'm looking around. I can't even see a red shirt in sight. I don't, I don't see anybody. I don't he, know what he he's was throwing looking, to. He didn't see him. He didn't see him try to uh, fit it in with Kelsey. Okay. And there are three or more th- other throws that I could bring up in so this I, game. I just want to make sure. Where he'll just throw it up for grabs. And I'm saying, Patrick, what are you thinking? So I, so, so I want to make sure I'm hearing you correct. Patrick Mahomes is the only guy that over the course of a season that's going to put the ball up and guys drop it, drop interception. We just saw Brady last, we just saw Brady last week do it. We mm-hmm. see quarterbacks every single week put the ball in harm's way and he say, if only the DB had caught it. If only. Well, they didn't catch it. Okay, but those are three outrageously bad throws Skip, it doesn't know. That, that, that aren't even close to being caught by his receiver. They should have been caught by the defender it in all three cases. They, they weren't. So we can't go by what should have happened, what did happen. What, what my eyes told me, that was a C-plus performance by a guy you have picked to win this year's MVP. That's right, and he's well on his way with seven touchdowns and zero picks in two games. Can I interest you in that? Who else has – so at the end of two weeks, who else is going to have seven touchdowns? I, I just wasn't impressed with him last night. You okay. never impressed with okay. him. He'll, he'll make a cut. I, sometimes I am. The man – Skip, you got to realize, I was, I, I, we, we, was on, we was on the air. The man went 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, and you weren't impressed because you say he lost to Tom Brady even though he wasn't on the field when Tom Brady scored. He comes back the following year, and he goes to and he wins the Super Bowl, and you still wasn't impressed. If you can't be impressed with 5,050. Okay, do you remember what happened in the Super Bowl? Late, they won. Late, That's late, what I remember. Late in the third quarter, he throws a pick. And they're, they're down, what, 10 at that point. And then he turns right around early in the fourth quarter, and he throws another pick. And I'm thinking, you guys are dead. But guess who was on the other side? Can I, Jimmy G. Can I, can it's I, like having Daniel Jones. You, All of a sudden, you got a chance. You remember, it's Jacoby Brissett. You, you, you got a chance. You remember in that Super Bowl in which Tom Brady came back 28-3? There was a pass that he threw over the middle to Julian Edelman. Edelman caught it, but it should have been picked. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. I, I'm not saying it should have been picked, but it shouldn't have been caught. That, it should have been picked. Because the ball went through. Because you got to realize the defender hit it first. The defender one that popped it up in there. By the way, late in the second quarter, Brady threw one that got pick six. Okay. got run all the way back. Oh, and, and the great and the start of the dynasty, mm-hmm. the tuck rule. Yeah. Okay. I give you all the above. All he's done is win seven Super Bowls. That should have been went, nine. He wouldn't have gone on and won that one. So who's to say that would have happened had he not gotten that one?
skip. You can't. You realize in the fourth quarter in overtime against the Atlanta Falcons, he threw for 244 yards. Okay, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, what did Mahomes do? Did Mahomes throw a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Okay, then in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter. And then he turned right around and threw it. Did he? To did, that kid. What did he throw it? What What happened? Did, this, did the defender catch it? Dropped interception. It happens. Okay, they should have been so behind. They were down seventeen to seven when he threw the first one to Asante Jr. It, and and it, it it should have been twenty four. And then that one should have made it thirty one to how seven. Many, Skip. How many times we see it in all sports? The guy hit the pop the ball up, and the guy drops it. And the next play, he gets a base hit, and he hits it over the fence. In basketball, almost a turnover, and the next day, you know, the guy drains a shot. It happens in sports. Stop trying to make things that it only happens there. Mahomes is the only guy that's gotten lucky. The guys have dropped interceptions against him. Mm. We know that's not the, tr- the okay. case. Yeah, but you call him the baby goat. You say he's on course, on par. Yes. He, 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 he can pull this off. Yes. He ultimately can be better than Brady. No, I, I'm saying, Skip, I'm saying there's a chance that the numbers, I'm not saying that I don't believe anybody's going to get, in my lifetime, will get to and win seven Super Bowls. But I'm saying the passing yardage, he just has to stay healthy because if you look at it, his projection, he's so far ahead of what Brady was at the same time. So he's ahead by at least what? Probably 30 touchdowns of what Brady was at the same time in their career. Okay, but he's in a flying circus offense where it's just bombs away. Throw it where you want to throw it. Okay. And I don't care what you say. That was a C-plus performance. And my, big, my biggest takeaway was he's spreading the wealth, and he's gloating about it after yes. the game. I'm, I'm going to spread around. Everett. He got nine receivers involved. He threw to ten different receivers. That's what he do. But he doesn't have Tyree. Right. It's going me, to haunt Let me ask you a question. How many, how many 203-yard first-half games you think Tyree's going to have with Tua? First quarter. For, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. So how many of those games do you think he's going to have? How many 180 yards, 11 catch, uh, three touchdown games like he had against Philly? Okay. How many I, games do you I think Tyree's going to have like that? I got it. It takes two to tango okay, the way they tango. Yeah. And they tangoed at the highest level. But in this case, it's, it's going to get harder and harder because – Last night, the Chargers just said, you, you can't have Kelsey. You, you can force it to him, and he got his five for 51. But you can't just say, no, nah, you can't just feed the beast. How many defenses is going to be as good as the Chargers that they're going to face? How many is going to have a Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and have a J.C. Jackson, a Sante Samuel, Derwin James? How many, how many defenses are going to have that? I don't know, three or four probably. Okay. All right. So what about the other 13? They're in okay. trouble then, huh? No, but you're going to miss Tyreek. You were in trouble without Tyreek because he was the all-time game changer I've ever seen. Skip, I we... used to think Bob Hayes changed the game. Th- this kid was changing the game the way Bob Hayes changed Skip. the game. But, he is uncoverable. But we knew that. We knew Patrick Mahomes was going to spread the wealth. He even said, I'm sorry, fantasy owners, but if you, take any, you take any of my receivers, it's going to be a week-to-week thing. They're not going to be... I don't have a receiver that I can go to and count on, but Kelsey. Yep. And when they take him away, you're going to have to go to G-G- Juju. You're going to have to go to Valdez Scanlon. You're going to have to go to some of these other guys. Okay. McCole Harmon. Okay, I got it. Now you're going to see more and more that Andy Reid spoiled this young man rotten. He let him get away with so much terrible footwork, dangerous passes, sidearm, no look, behind the back, between the legs. Andy loves it because it helps Andy polish his offensive genius. I picked this kid, and I, boy, I let him go. Skip. I let him have the his great head. Ones get away with stuff okay. like that. I know, but over time, when you don't have Tyreek, when you have only Kelsey as one big-time receiver, you're going to have to be more careful with the football. 
You're going to have to be more accurate. He Your is. footwork is going to have to be better, or over time it's going to catch up. 73%. Okay. So he completed 73% of his passes right now. Okay. Well, he played a bad team at Arizona. I told you they were not going to be a bad team. What I'm talking about, is the Chargers a bad team? No. Nope, okay, not. then. Okay. Did he beat them? Okay. I don't know how he did. He did it. Justin Herbert finally beat them. Oh, that well, just did. Get him a credit. Huh? Get him a credit. Them throws. You talk about Tom Brady could have made those it, throws. Game minus. Tom well, he Brady could have made the one to Justin Watson. Tom Brady ain't throwing no forty-one yards with both feet off the ground. Stop it. <laughs> Hell, he can barely throw forty-one yards with both feet on the ground. Yeah, you know why? Because it, it works no matter how you do it. Hey, thank you. Yeah. So why you all upset that my hard work is scrambling? You see, he dropped down like that. I thought that was Ozzy Smith throwing that ball to mm-hmm. the first base. Mm-hmm. You see how he did that? I saw it. <laughs> how you do that little side? I told you he's a shortstop, and it, and it worked. Yeah. You know who I enjoyed watching last night, gentlemen? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He got going mm-hmm. in both the yeah. passing and the running game. Longest run of his NFL career, 52 yards. It was good. All right. Awesome start to the morning, but... Hey, Skip, we got to talk about your Cowboys. Can they shock Joey V and the Bengals in Dallas on Sunday? That and a ton (laughs) more NFL action still to come this morning right here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Skip, let's move on to your Cowboys. They're going to be rolling with Cooper Rush this weekend, but they are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Bengals. CeeDee Lamb, not concerned after Dallas dropped their week one game. He told reporters, quote, we have 16 more. Shannon, you first. Who wins on Sunday, and what's the score for Skip's Cowboys? I took the Bengals. But I, 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 this is probably of all the picks that I've made in the first two weeks. This is the, probably the one that I'm least, I'm least uh, uh, confident. Com- confident in. I have the the least amount of conviction about. Because Skip, you told me they changed the entire offensive line except the left tackle, and they actually look worse than what they did last year when they had those when they had those other guys in there. 
I they, mean, they how, still should have won the game. Yes. They had them dead to rights. They just need to execute two kicks, and it was the backup snapper. Yeah, Go ahead. Him. You're at home where you could hear the snap count, and you still got sacked seven times, and how many other times did he get hit? Now you're on the road, so your reaction time is a little slower. Now, you see, you you said that you believe that uh, uh, Michael Parsons is on par, if not a little better than T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt lived in the backfield. He did. So what do you think, Michael? Until Michael's, he unfortunately until he, right. got hurt. And he was do, he was living in the Michael Parsons was living in the backfield against Tristan Worth and Donovan Smith. They don't have anybody on the offensive line that's comparable to those guys. I used to think Lyle Collins was. <laughs> I don't know, Skip. They man, they would go. He T.J. Watt was going around him like he had. He was nailed to the turf. Okay, maybe that's why Jerry <laughs> finally said that's enough. That's so. For even though, yeah, five turnovers, a pick six. Mm. That'll get you beat on the road. That'll get you beat anywhere. You turn the ball over that many times, that just goes to show you the Steelers' offense. They need something, too. But, Skip, look, here's the thing. Here's the recipe. Michael Parsons should come out of this game defensive player of the week. He should have three and a half sacks, probably about four hits, two tackle for losses, and Cooper Rush turn around and hand the ball off to Zeke 20 times. Zeke, go get him eight, get him 90 to 105 yards, and you'll win this game. Any other way, Joe Burrow going to beat y'all. Jamar Chase going to have a big day. Cause you know he liked going up against uh, Diggs. You remember what he did to him in uh in Alabama the last year he was he, there. He did. Okay. All right. I got you. So your score is? I'm going 27, 20, I'm going 27, 24 Bengals. I gotta tell you, everything you just said was music to my ears because you are fearing my Dallas Cowboys. You're fearing what they might do to Joe Burrow's offensive line <laughs> and leading to what they might do to Joe Burrow, yes. who got sacked far more than anybody got sacked last year in the regular season and in the playoffs. And that young man, he, you don't talk about mentally and physically tough. He yeah. stood up to it and yeah. got a team all the way to the Super Bowl, and they hung in and had a chance late to win the Super Bowl. Yep. I believe in Joe Burrow. I obviously believe in Joe Burrow more than I do Cooper Rush. But I do not think Cooper Rush will embarrass me. I've told you that. I'm going to stand by it. I think he will play about as well as he can play. Right. And that's not Dak well, but it's pretty well. It was good enough last year on Halloween night on the solo NFL stage in Minneapolis against the Minnesota Vikings featuring your man, Kirk Cousins, the guy you think is going to make it all the way to the NFC Championship game this year. Yep. And Cooper Rush flat out outplayed him by throwing for 3-2-5. 112 of those yards went to C.D. Lamb. Obviously, Amari played a big part in that, and Amari is no longer there. Cedric Wilson played a role in it yeah, because he had one 75-yard breakaway touchdown, and he's not there. But Cooper Rush is not afraid. Cooper Rush will, as they say in the Cowboy locker room, he will sling it. And he slings it fearlessly, but with fearless poise. He, he doesn't unravel. He doesn't come apart. He's been in that system for six years. He's played, it seems like, every preseason game because Dak never plays. Right. And so he gets lots of reps, yes. albeit with backups. But he's had a lot of NFL reps. Mm -hmm. uh, you can argue against backups. I got it. But, but at least he's been in the system and he knows it yep. cold. And nothing's going to throw him. It's one of those things where when you put Ben DiNucci in a couple of years back, mm -hmm. it, it's all new to him. It's yeah. going too fast. The moment it, was too big for it's Ben. It's just too big because he got thrown into the fire at Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Bad stuff is going to happen. Right. He's going to get embarrassed. And then Garrett Gilbert, you know, he's bounced around, and he did okay. Remember he played against Pittsburgh at yeah. home as they moved to 12-0, and and he made a couple of throws. 
but but he doesn't command this offense the way Cooper Rush does. Correct. So to me, your score of 27-24, I I like it and and I'm impressed that you're impressed enough with my defense to think my defense can hang in this game against Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's the next Tom Brady. He's not going to be Tom Brady, but he's the closest thing to Tom Brady of the younger quarterbacks. And after I watched that game last night, I will still take Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes right here, right now, and Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert right here, right now. I'm talking about intangibles. <laughs> I'm talking about accuracy, touch, feel, readability. He, he's just He's got the Brady intangibles operating. And yet, to your point, he does try to hang on and hang on and make the home run throw because he got a little spoiled at LSU with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and every who Terrence Marshall like it like what else do you Clyde Edwards Alaire yeah, what else do you need right <laughs> the best offensive line in college football it, that it, year it was but but he had the greatest college football year anybody's ever had and and it came so easily for him it, it's not that he has Mahomes arm but he has an above average yeah. arm. And, and he loves to throw the deep ball, and he throws a sweet deep ball. Yes. And like I said, I, I still haven't recovered from the national semifinal that year against my Oklahoma Sooners, stinking Lincoln Riley, you- who, who never coached a lick of defense in his <laughs> life. It's all offense. And it, 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 I watched Joe Burrow throw for 693. Think about that. 693. Yeah, and, 600 total, 693 yeah. total yards. Yeah. Well, didn't he throw for – No, he, he threw for over 400, though. That's what it was. I, yeah, <laughs> but, but it was – Seven touchdown passes yeah. to no interceptions. He even ran for a touchdown because he he has some yeah. mobility to him. Okay, that guy thinks he can get away with just about anything. And it it bit him early at Pittsburgh, but he was coming up off the appendicitis, right. so he had played nothing in camp. He right. just had and he looked like a guy who was coming off an yeah, appendicitis. He had very little practice. Okay. Because as soon as he got there, he had the appendicitis, and so he was out. All right. But I love what you say. It's the first time ever. I completely agree with your prediction. I'm not going to pick Dallas. I'm not going to jinx Dallas. But but seriously, I picked the Bengals to once again represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Well, how am I going to pick Cooper Rush over a team that I think is going to the Super Bowl? I think this team is better than those two teams we saw last night, and you don't, but I do. But here's the thing, though, Skip. I think in your in your prognostication of picking the Bengals, you thought because they had re- revamped the offensive line, I did. they were going to be a lot better well, than what they showed you on Sunday. Let's see if it comes together. I don't know. They weren't. Listen, Pittsburgh on defense is serious business. Yes, yes. Seriously. Yes. Because Mike Tomlin coaches it, and that, that's his forte, and that's their forte. Right. That's where they're strong. Obviously, you got Trubisky on offense. He's, he's not good enough. That kid is going. Kenny Pickett's going to be yeah. in there sooner than later. But I mean, let me. The question is, okay, if Micah is your your uh, T.J. Watt, who's your Cam Hayward? Because Cam Hayward oh, collapsed inside. So did. now, do you He's have somebody? Got to be D. Law, right? And they've been moving him to to tackle right. a good bit. High Smith had an unbelievable game. That, that's Skip. Your defense really needs. This is where you tell your defense, hey, we need you to get some turnovers. We need to give you. We need you to give us short fields. So Cooper Rush doesn't have to drive the ball 75 and 80 yards to produce points. We need a couple of 40-yard fields. We need a couple of 50-yard fields. And if you could, get a scoop and score or a pick six would greatly, greatly help our confidence on the offensive side of the football. Okay, I agree. My man J. Ron Kirst, they gave him some money in the Mm offseason, is going to be out Out. with a knee. Malik Hooker is a pretty good backup, and they're still Donovan Wilson. He was a first-round pick at one point. Yes, he was out of the Ohio State. So you've got pretty good depth at that position. I love my defense, but I told you going in, 
my team will go as far as the defense carries it. Right. Well, it's going to have to carry it against Joe Burrow and company because those three receivers they have, they're they're really good. Boy, that's about Higgins. as good yeah. a trio as it gets. Yes. Right. Yes. And and I love the running backs because I loved Joe Mixon when he was at Oklahoma. Right. I think they got Hayden Hurst at tight end now because yeah. they left they uh, lost Uzama. Mm-hmm. He went to the Jets. They, the Bengals offense. If they can protect Joe Burrow, but that's a part of being that's a part of playing offense, Skip. You got to protect the quarterback. And, and how about this here? Stop using all that scat protection. Sometimes instead of trying to get five men out, you better keep six men in because your quarterback keeps getting hit. Joe Burrow is not going to last ten years, no, Skip. But that's, you can't get, get okay. keep getting sacked seventy but, times. But I think Joe Burrow signs off on that because he loves that. Let's get five out. I'll find somebody, okay. right? I'll get rid of it. I, 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 he finds himself picking I himself up I, off hey, the turf. I agree. Now you brought him up, my man number twenty-one. Ezekiel Elliott, Mm -hmm. eat, Zeke, eat. This has to be a Zeke game because I I hark back to he didn't do it on the opening night, Thursday night at Tampa last year, but the next four games he went for 71 yards, 95 yards, 143, and 110. That was vintage Zeke for four straight weeks, vintage Zeke. He averaged 105 a game for those next four games. He was fresh. He hadn't hit the wall, and he had not – According to them, and I'll go with what they they say or claim, he sprained his PCL in the sixth game of the year, and he was never the same. And right. fell completely off to 59 yards a game, which was his, once again, right. career low. And, but here's the thing. Look at all those games, Skip. The game was nip and tuck. They were right there. The Cowboys had, either had the lead. They weren't behind. Okay, you fall it, behind, it takes Zeke out of the game. Because they want to throw it by nature, Skip. They want to throw the football. Devin White said, we knew they would not commit to the run. So even though they were getting five, six yards a clip, they're not going, no, we want to throw the ball. We want to do the quick game. So now they take the quick game away, and you're still trying to throw a quick game, and you should be running the football because they're geared up to stop your quick passing game because they thought that's what you were going to do again because you had success. Skip Bayless came out here, that's the best my quarterback looked since he's been in Dallas, 403 against the defending Super Bowl champs. They bought that, too. they like, we're going to come out with the same game plan. Okay, but in the end, we lost. <laughs> exactly. Right? Okay. Because you should have been running. Okay, and I'm going to use my stat once more again. Dak Prescott last year was 12-0 and when they ran for 100-plus yards. Think about that. 12-0, and yeah. he was 0-5 when they didn't run for 100. Only one time last year, only once, a quarterback won without 100 yards rushing. Cooper Rush at Minnesota. You know what? I've got to hope it. I've got to hope it by the time that get back. Y'all four, y'all or Cooper Rush four and oh. Rolling. I want a little controversy. I love controversy. You like controversy too, right? Apparently Jerry does too. <laughs> the ringmaster for my P.T. Barnum Dallas Cowboys. He already brought it up yes. on Sunday night. He brought it up. He, he broached the subject. He said, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm paraphrasing how Jerry did it, but. Wouldn't you love to see a scenario? Careful what you wish for, Jerry. That, that, that was like 2016 when we kept waiting for Tony to come back, Tony Romo to come back. No, and he, then he finally came back and we're saying, wait a second. No, no, no. Skip, Jerry was waiting for Tony Romo to come back. Everybody else, Jason moved, Garrett, Stephen Jones, had already moved on. They moved they on. Moved on. Remember, remember that fateful game at Pittsburgh? You right. and I were up in New York at a UFC event, remember? Yes. And we did mm-hmm. a show from New York. Yep. On Friday and on Sunday, they went to Pittsburgh and they won the football. It shocked me yes. because Zeke got loose a couple of, on a screen pass, right. remember? Mm-hmm. Dak was great. And in the locker room after the game, Tony Romo went up to Stephen Jones and said, hey, 
that was special. Right. And that guy should be the quarterback going forward. And on Tuesday, Tony announced basically his retirement. He, he just said, I give it up. This is Dak Prescott's yeah. team. Yeah. Right? Okay. I think he made out okay. Well, I think he did. <laughs> and he is really good at his second career. Yeah, I think he made hey, out he, okay. He, in my eyes, he's better at his second career than he was at his first you career. You could be older some skill, yeah. man. Okay. It's, it's about them, uh, them cowboy quarterbacks that talking football. Yeah. Daddy Don. Oh, hey. Troy. Whoa. And now Troy's sitting in Danny Don's seat. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> All right. So, in the end, I'll go with your pick. For once in my life, I think Bengals I, I, 27 to 24. Okay. And if so, maybe it's another moral victory for my Dallas Cowboys. No. I don't. No, it ain't no more. Oh, and two? I think you're a little afraid of what might happen. Yeah. I, I hear it in your I, voice. I'm, I'm afraid of that de- your defense, Micah. Well, yeah. Micah can wreck shot by himself. He can. <laughs> Ironic, gentlemen. You two won agree on something. And that 27-24 prediction, that was the Chiefs-Chargers score from last night. Fox Bet, by the way, has this game at 7.5 points. All right, let's talk a little NBA when we come back because Kyrie Irving certainly had social media all abuzz last night. We'll give you the latest when we come back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, an Instagram story from Kyrie Irving got people talking on social media yesterday. Kyrie posted a 2002 video of Alex Jones warning people of the new world order. Shannon, what is going on with Kyrie? Kyrie out of his damn mind. Hmm. Kyrie w- loves everybody to think that he's such a deep thinker, that he's so philosophical, that he's this, he's gone out and he, he's found himself and he's so in touch. He's posting a clip that's 20 years old from a dude that's on trial right as we speak, saying Sandy Hook, in which, what, 20 kids and teachers lost their lives. He said they're, and they're, the, 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 the parents are paid actors. That's what he's posting. And he thinks like, oh, man, I, y- y'all don't know. Y'all pawns. Y'all pawns in this. Y'all have no idea. I'm Kyrie. I meditate, I sage, and I go to places in my mind and my, I'm in touch with myself. Y'all have no idea what you, what, y'all don't have any idea what's going on or what they're trying to do to us. I look at Kyrie as a basketball player. That's it. 
Nothing else he says matters to me. You want to talk basketball? I'm all for it. He's phenomenal. Now, Skip, can you please give LeBron a lot more credit than what you gave him for dealing with this man for three years and winning a championship and getting the three NBA finals? Can you give him a little bit more credit? I will. I'll, I'll agree Think with that. Think about that. Yep. This man. Well, this Kyrie hadn't come to light in those days with LeBron. I, I didn't know this is what he's made of. Yeah. I didn't know this is what he's about. Right? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine having to deal with something like dealing with Kyrie on a day-to-day -day basis, the mood swings, the, the, the well, you know, everybody don't have good, bro, you're in a work environment. You, 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 can't, you can't behave in the manner in which you behave. And so it's, I, I get it. I, I get it, Skip. Everybody have different personalities. But when you start, when you start tweeting and retweeting and quoting some bull jive from Alex Jones, I'm done. I'm out. But I've been out on Kyrie when it comes to anything other than basketball. He wants to talk basketball and how he made a shot or what they tried to do to stop him from getting to his spot and he was able to get that. I'm all ears. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to anything, anything outside of the game of basketball, I got nothing for Kyrie. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm wasting my time and my brain cells, but I actually sit at night occasionally and try to figure Kyrie out. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just a fool's errand. <laughs> But I hark back to Kyrie's recent appearance on The Shop. Yeah. And how curious it was that it's LeBron's show and LeBron didn't show right. for his show when Kyrie was on. Mm -hmm. I still don't get that. I don't know what I, I don't know which side it came from, but one side or the other had to say, no, I don't want to be there with him. Mm -hmm. But I thought Kyrie wanted to rejoin LeBron, reunite with him, right? And you would think if if you got Kyrie as a guest on your show, LeBron, who who I, I was under the impression wanted Kyrie to rejoin him in yeah. L.A., that wouldn't he want to be there? Maybe there was a scheduling conflict or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was curious to me. But on that show, I'm going to repeat what Kyrie suddenly blurted out. I've done some quirky SH in public and some quirky SH behind the scenes, and I've dealt with the vilification of that. I often didn't spend time with people. So he's, he's playing right into his image or lack thereof on the shop. He's saying, yeah, I'm, I'm quirky. I do some pretty weird stuff. And yet it, it came across to me when I watched the clip, like he's proud of that. Mm -hmm. he, he's proud of that image, that reputation. Yeah. And, and he likes to play to the crowd that doesn't like it because he gets a kick out of it. So <clears throat> when he reposts Alex Jones from 2002 talking about the New World Order, warning people the New World Order is going to take over the world and, and the, the rest of it was that it's going to be a cashless society, total and complete tyranny, centralizing and socializing health care. The state becomes God. Basically, when it, when it comes to your health and by releasing diseases and viruses and plagues upon us, we basically get shoved into their system where human beings are absolutely worthless. That's the conspiracy theory espoused back in 2002 by America's most notorious and outrageous conspiracy theorists. Yeah, he's a known. Like, that's what he's yeah, known for. That's what he's known for. And you and you retweeting that. You're, you're retweeting that. Why? What, what is what message are you sending? Is it just too quiet right now? Do you want some attention? Do you, you, you know, he's a smart young man. He, he, he knows exactly 
what what this is going to trigger on social media. Mm -hmm. And he seems to love it. So I don't know if if he was just trying to create some buzz uh -huh. by doing this because he, he sits back and chuckles to himself. Watch what they say about this one, right? So that's, that's what they that's what they creating. So I just want to know, Kyrie, he's late, read the Bible, he's all philosophical and all. Well, who's creating those plagues and, and the famine in the biblical times? Who released those? Was that man? Did they create that? Huh? Mm. Oh. I love how people, okay. people pick and choose what they want to believe, don't they, Skip? You see, he pick and choose. Well, I believe that's what I believe. I okay. believe man is doing that. Okay, well, did he release the or retweet or what? Repost, I guess. Repost. Repost the, the old 2002 video to defend his I won't get vaccinated Skip, stance? We, Skip, we, we don't move past that. Okay. We move past that. You didn't want to get the vaccine for whatever reason. Okay, that's you, Kyrie. Fine. You didn't want to get it. Nobody's ever talking about that now. What does that vaccine got to do with, with this man talking about Sandy Hook? People, people can't even grieve properly because you said it didn't even happen. And they're paid actors. So people lost their family. And you, you reposting something that this, this joker said. He getting sued right now, Kyrie. Mm, and he's losing. He lose bad. He's exposed. I mean, this, I mean come on, Kyrie. You, Kyrie got to be better than this. Or is he? I don't know. It, it just gives me pause when I think forward that, that he opted in because he really didn't have any other yeah, choice. Yeah, where to go? <clears throat> 36.7 million. Finally, Kevin Durant, who was on the outs with Kyrie because Kyrie betrayed him last year in Kevin's eyes, wouldn't get vaccinated, wasn't there for the team, didn't make the sacrifice that everybody else right. made for the sake of the team. And Kevin wanted out from under Kyrie. That was what triggered the first trade demand. And then either Joe Sy just said, I'm sorry, I won't, because you've got four more years left on your contract, or he reasoned with Kevin, let's at least try to run this back one more time, because on paper, we're still pretty to very good. Yeah. And I believe he convinced Kevin, let's try this again. Well, now he's going again. Now, now this, this is exactly what you, if you're Kevin, you're like, are we you get, kidding we, me? So we had, you had an opportunity to do this in June, July, August. Yep. Now we get ready oh, to go no, to camp. We're, we're getting ready. It is what and you now do. you're going to do it again. You're, you're going to stir it up, right? And, and KD said, see, now y'all see why I wanted out. Yeah, that's why he wanted out from under him, who used to be his best friend in the world. And I still believe that he believes him as a basketball player. But yeah. are you going to get 100% basketball player? Are you going to start getting this again? Am I going to get total commitment? Show me how – if you tell me the goal, I'm going to tell you how much you need to sacrifice in order to achieve it. It's as simple as that. The greater the goal, the greater the sacrifice must be. So if you think you can do that, you can do what, what Kyrie doing, you're going to get that – no, it ain't going to happen. Anybody, anybody that's ever accomplished anything – I think it was Booker, uh, Booker T. Washington says, you tell me – you talk about the goal, don't tell me about the accomplishment. Tell me what you overcame to reach said accomplishment. Yep. Agreed. Love it. And Kyrie ain't going to, and Kyrie ain't willing to sacrifice. Kyrie just want to be Kyrie. Oh, he wants to be this deep thinker. Got people thinking that, you know, he should be teaching at Harvard. <laughs> Man, he just gets on my nerves. He just annoys me. Yeah, I hear you. My biggest annoyance caused by him was that he no longer prioritizes basketball yeah. as the goal right. in his life. Well, if that's what he wants, Skip, if that's what he wants to do, don't don't be wasting KDs, don't be wasting taking these people money. Go do something, set up something where you can do all these conspiracy theories, get you a podcast, get your own mm -hmm. thing, and do your own thing. Do it. Be you. 
Bro, I'm trying. We're trying to. I mean, I like to think that most players want to win or try to win a championship. I know KD's trying to win a championship, and this man wasting wasting KD's time with some bull jive. He is. Man, I'm I, starting not to love their chances. <laughs> but I just feel, you know, I just feel, I just feel bad. I just like like the great players. When I know how, and I know how much you have to sacrifice to be great in order to win and to do things the right way. And when you get jokers like him that's not willing to sacrifice. All he wants to do is just put out some bull jive, and KD's working his butt off, putting all that time in. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating because, I, I, you know, I'm not as great as players say LeBron or any of those, but I know the sacrifice that you got to make. And the greater the player, the greater the sacrifices. And we see what, what one of the, the ultimate great player in the NFL, we see what he's willing to sacrifice and what it's costing him. Yep. That is correct. I used to think that there was only one man in the National Basketball Association capable of dealing with Kyrie, coexisting with Kyrie, and that's your man LeBron yeah. James. I'm starting to have my doubts even about that because a year ago LeBron thought he could figure out Russ, and he couldn't figure no. out Russ because he's unfigureoutable. Yeah. <laughs> I think he is also. And even though you said our one shot is to go get Kyrie because yeah. he would give us a shot. He would obviously give you a chance to win a championship. He's that talented. Yeah, I guess LeBron, the way LeBron did, LeBron played crazy with him. Like, man, Kyrie crazy. Let me play crazy with him. Maybe. And, you know, hey, you know what? Yeah, Kyrie, I can see that happening too. Yeah, man, I need societies. But that you're crazy. <sighs> he looney tunes. Mm -hmm. But somehow LeBron was able to figure it out. And to get the champ and get the uh, 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 NBA Finals and to win one with it. Okay, but they were three to one down. Yes, they that's were. What, that's what I'm saying. And it looked bad. It now, looked like all now, was lost. Now we know what, how, how Kyrie behaves, kind of behind the scenes. That's even more amazing. It is that LeBron came. They came back from three one down. It is. But if you put him in the right spot, he'll make a shot to win the game yes. and win the championship. He will. But we got to get him there you first. You got to get him to that spot. <laughs> we got to get him because it, it, something yep. might come up. He might take, a, you know, take some t uh, CTO choice time off. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't even, I, I don't even know why he would do at this joint. That's twenty years old, Skip. Twenty. You get ready to go to camp. What they start camping? What? A couple of weeks. Mm. Now, yep. get now. People got to answer this. And to your point, of all despicable humans. To of all. Of all. Of all. <sighs> Way to go, Kyrie. It's a tough one, guys. Several mm. different journalistic outfits have sent emails and requests to the Nets for comments. So far, that hasn't been returned. But media days are coming up. Rest assured, they'll be asked about there.